Hello, Marvelites. Welcome to the first live at Comic-Con version of This Week in Marvel, the weekly Marvel podcast. How you doing? Yeah. Hey. Yes. I'm so excited. So uh, for those of you who maybe don't know, I'm Ryan Panagos, a.k.a. Agent M. I have a mustache, uh, and I do a bunch of things. And I am joined, as always, by Jamie Frevely. Hi, guys. As you can see by my name tag, I have not yet chosen a superhero name, so today I am going with Agent Second Day of Comic-Con, Marblemouth. Marblemouth. <laughs> Marblemouth. Agent Marblemouth. We were trying to figure out what we wanted to do for this panel, and I thought I wanted to bring three people whom I love and uh, wanted to spend some time with, and I used this panel time as an, ex as an excuse for that. First is, of course, C.B. Sobolski, Marvel Comics Editor-in-Chief. Hey, everybody. Thanks. Next is the ghost of Donnie Cates. <laughs> ghost Donnie. So, uh, Donnie will be here. Uh, Donnie was really kind. He said he will come to the panel, but he was coming straight from another panel. Uh, so Donnie's going to be here, uh, and we're going to really get into him about killing uh, some favorite characters as he is wont to do. Uh, he's a mean, mean man. Um, we're also... Thank to be thankful to be joined by Tom Taylor, right. uh, writer of X-Men Red, All-New Wolverine. Ooh, yeah, he's great. He's so good. <laughs> and theoretically, something that we, kn we know he's doing, but we don't know, is actually announced yet. So we, we can't really talk about it yet. But we're just going to keep teasing you about yeah. it. <laughs> but you'll be hearing about it soon enough, I'm sure. Uh, and every week, we like to talk about the things that we are super hyped about at Marvel. So it's a lot of the news and things that are, that are exciting. So uh, because I'm sure you guys have been running around and doing all kinds of fun stuff. Here he is in a blur of pink. It's Donnie Cates. Oh, my God. Look at that hair. He's the best. Donnie Cates. That, you know what? I feel like you, you did this on purpose to make a wonderful entrance. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> I love Donnie. Uh, so a couple of things we wanted to do. We wanted to uh, hit on some of the stuff that was announced, the news, the fun stuff. First up, this week, Jessica Jones, number one, was announced. Who's excited for a new Jessica Jones series? Yeah. That is part of the Marvel Digital Originals line, and that is uh, on sale now. The first issue, which is double size, it's packed. Uh, it's in the Marvel Comics app, Comixology, and Kindle. The first arc is three double-sized issues by Kelly Thompson. Uh, CB, the, the artist on this, Mat Matias de Aulus? Matias de Aulus, yep. Yeah, uh, with covers by Martin Simmons. Those covers, the art inside, it is gorgeous. Yeah, you know, it's, it's really a, a wonderful series, and it's a little bit of a departure uh, just from the tone and artistically from what Brian had been doing for so long. Uh, what Martin Simmons brings, kind of that, you know, uh, street art kind of pop vibe to the covers, to what uh, Matias is doing in, on the interiors in this beautiful painted uh, pages. Uh, Ricky Purden found him recently, and he is just a, a wonder of an artist. And uh, we're just really excited about not just the format of this, but also... Uh, I mean, not just the creative team on this, but also the format. The fact that it's digital can bring in so many new readers and serve as kind of that gateway from people who go from the uh, Netflix shows to the digital comics and hopefully serve as a gateway to get them more into comics and into comic shops. Heck yeah. Uh, very exciting for all that stuff. Uh, you'll be hearing more about the Marvel Digital Originals. Believe you me, I'm, I'm hyped for this. Uh, there is a Spider-Man panel that I think finished 15 minutes before... This one, so I don't think most of you here in the room were at that panel. If you are, you can correct me if I'm wrong. I was there. Who was there? I was there. Donnie. Yeah, I was there. Okay, I write cool. Venom. 
Wait, you write yeah, what? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. What yeah. is it? He's like a Spider-Man bad guy. I'll tell oh, you later. Please, thank yeah. you. I, yeah. I appreciate you. I love you. Uh, Spider-Geddon, we talked a bunch about. Uh, there's new stuff coming there. Uh, we've got Vault of Spiders, which is going to be, I believe, an anthology series written by Cullen Bunn, Jed McKay, and more art by Javier Pulido, Sheldon Vela, and so many more. Ugh. How much fun is it for you guys as writers, Tom and Donnie, to like get new collaborators that you start working with it must be a blast getting pages in. Honestly, I've been so blessed at my time at Marvel to work with uh, some of my best friends. You know, Jeff Shaw is a guy that I did my Thanos run with uh, that I've worked with previously on uh, God Country over at Image and stuff. And uh, Dylan Burnett uh, that does Cosmic Ghost Rider uh, is a buddy of mine. We've worked together in the past. And then I have um, the luxury and the uh, the curse of working with Ryan Stegman on Venom. <laughs> Stegman. Uh, yeah, Stegman is um, everyone's favorite nightmare. Uh, he's, 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 he's a phenomenal partner, um, and he brings so much to that book. Um, you know, Jeff and Dylan and Ryan are all three guys uh, that I consider very close friends and are very collaborative, and they, they're, they're additive artists. Uh, they bring a lot to it. So, yeah, I mean, it's just a dream. You wake up every day, and there's new Marvel art in your inbox. It's, it's, it's great. I, I'll, I'll stop talking in a moment. But uh, I, I, I tell people that, like, we have the coolest job on the planet because, like, people come to these shows, and they pay artists to draw cool stuff for them. And we tell artists to draw cool stuff, and then they pay us. <laughs> that makes no sense. <laughs> you won. Yeah, you we won. win. It is, yeah, it's, it's astounding. Like, as he says, you know, for me, I'm, I'm in Australia, so I literally do wake up every morning, and they've finished. And <laughs> it's like, it's Christmas. It's like I have a nice present in my inbox every day, and it's something that I've always wanted to see because it's something I've written, and it's playing with the greatest toys in the world. And there they are in my inbox every day. Yay. I recommend getting into it. Yeah, if you can do it, it's a good, it's a good gig. It is a good gig, yeah. Uh, yeah, there's tons more. I want to get through uh, some of these and share with you. Spider Force, which is written by Christopher Priest, art yeah. by Paolo Saketa. Oh, my God, Christopher Priest. Awesome. Just legend. Uh, Spider Girls, which is going to be written by Jody Hauser, art by Andres Guinolet. That sounds great. Um, and we've got new series here, uh, Spider Gwen, a.k.a. Ghost Spider. And uh, I think we teased some of these as well as uh, Superior Octopus. Now, those are super dope. Uh, that's a Bengal cover. Yeah, no, that's going to be a Bengal cover. It's written yeah. by uh, Spider-Gwen. It's called uh, Spider-Gwen Ghost Spider. Uh, uh, Robbie uh, and uh, Jason Latour have uh, ended their tales with, with her and have given us the blessing to continue. The creative team taking it over is going to be uh, Seanan McGuire, who's a young adult novelist. And a Rosie Campy, a fantastic artist from Finland. Uh, Bengal is going to be on the covers on those. If you're not reading Death and Glory at Image, please do. And uh, then the uh, Superior Octopus is a continuation of uh, Dan Slott's uh, run uh, for what was everything that was set up in Superior uh, Spider-Man. Uh, and that is going to be written by Chris Gage. Mm-hmm. Tra- covers by Travis Charest. Oh, my gosh. Very cool. Look at those He's guys. He's a rod, I suppose. That new guy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, CB, I love that you were just like, yes, this is the, 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 your editor-in-chief over 80 titles a month or whatever it is, and you had all that stuff. Thank you. You're I try. Best. I try. Yeah. <laughs> What's your brain like when it's so full of names and stuff? How do you keep them all straight? I don't 
know how it just kind of clicks i've been reading comics for my entire life so uh you know it's just one of those things you know when you see a new character you remember the new character when you see a new creator you like you remember the new creator and i like every creator we work with so it's kind of easy to remember the put the stats in order very groovy so we also have shuri from black panther getting her own series super exciting her writer is a fabulous Nigerian-American Afro-futurist writer named Nnedi Okorafor, and the art is going to be like by Leonardo Romero. Number one is coming out in October. It's going to be huge because Shuri is the best. <laughs> she is. Shuri is my jam. She's your jam. She's so many people's jams, and now she's getting her own book. And is she going to be the Black Panther? What's her deal going to be? I whipped up a little piece on this last week on Marvel.com, because that's my other gig. And it looks like it's going to be such a fun series. I personally love Shuri as a character. I loved when she got to be Black Panther and but I love her techie techno genius side and we're going to apparently get to see some of that. So that's going to be super exciting. Also coming is Venom Annual by Donny Cates. Hi. Oh, hello. <laughs> hello. Do you want to tell us more about Venom? Yes. Yes, I want to tell you guys so much about Venom. Okay, why uh, don't I read off the team? Yes. It's going to be written by you, mm-hmm. Jeff Loveness, mm-hmm. David Michelini, Michelini? Michelini, yes. Michelini, and more. And more. Yeah, yeah, that and more dude gets a lot of work. Oh, man, and um, more. Such a common name, too. Him and TBD. Him and TBD, <laughs> crushing yeah. it. Um, it for me, uh, it is uh, an incredible honor as the world's biggest Venom fan since I was a little bitty kid um, to be doing uh, not only Venom's first ever annual, uh, but to be sharing that issue with the creator of Venom himself, David, um, is a huge deal. Uh, it's a really big, what, what did I call it on our last panel? A big Venom party? Um, it's a, I, I don't want to give too much away about the plot of it, um, but you know, it's, a, it's in, the, in the tradition of annuals, it is a, is a uh, celebration of the character uh, by a bunch of people who uh, adore him quite a bit. Yeah, um, do you, so more to come on yeah. that. Do you want to talk about your creative team too? The art by Ty Walker, Ron Lim... Ron Lim, you guys. Ron Lim. Ron Lim, though, dude. Who likes the Infinity Gauntlet? Yeah, dude. Yeah, a little book called the Infinity Gauntlet, though. Yeah, dude, it's crazy. Because uh, these are all the guys that, um, uh, there's some new faces in there, but these are the guys that, like, growing up reading Venom, uh, these are all the guys who handled it, you know? I mean, when I think about Venom, I mean, it's Bagley, it's Ron Lim, you know? Uh, so it's uh, it's crazy. Uh, there's another, a, a different thing that we're doing that I've been able to, uh, I've been able to bring in artists that I fell in, like the artists who drew the books that I fell in love with as a kid. And that is, uh, you know, going back to our previous thing, it's a, it's a dream come true to be able to like do these things, you know? Yeah. Um, there's tons of stuff. We actually, I, we were putting this sheet together, we're putting this panel together and there was like news that was happening right before this. There was a panel. We announced that, uh, Donnie has re-signed with Marvel. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Give it up. Not going anywhere just yet, guys. Yeah. And so we also, uh, your f- the first project of your new big uh, my new thing I'm doing tenure is uh, Marvel Knights 20th anniversary. Yeah, series? I'm uh, I'm show running the the new Marvel Knights um, a series that we're doing. Um, so it's uh, it's all the classic characters back. Uh, it's the 20th anniversary this year, and uh, you know, uh, it, it kind of embracing the spirit of Marvel Knights, w- which was, you know, um, 20 years ago they they gave an entire line of characters uh, to Joe Quesada and Jamie Palmiotti and and a bunch of other really amazing c- c- uh, creators, and just said, 
go nuts. Just 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 have these characters and just go and have fun. And that's what's happening here. Uh, I got a call uh, from Joe Casada and Tom Brevoort, who's our senior editor in CB, and they told me that I I, I was gonna be the new Joe or Jimmy, whichever I one I wanted to prefer, um, and to just kind of go cast the books. Uh, so I've put together a really cool uh, a group of writers. Uh, Let's not say so, anything too much more because oh, I don't blow up Joe's spot. Okay. All right. Well, people on Twitter are talking about it, so that's great. Um, so go and check, and check that. So anyway, it's it's all those characters that you guys love from the original Marvel Knights series uh, put together in a really cool new series that we're doing. Um, can't wait to tell you guys more about it, and the and the creative teams are really uh, exciting. So uh, stay tuned for more of that. But yeah, yeah. we're pumped. Uh, I'm excited for it. Uh, they talked about uh, this. We we have said that work is continuing on Neil Gaiman's Miracle Man. Yeah. Yes. Miracle I'm Man. very excited on that. Komota. Uh, we're doing tons of collections for Conan, uh, as you know, right. 2019, Conan and Marvel. Tom, you got this look on your face, like, just, just like delicious, yeah. ready to bite into that. Yeah. <laughs> I know things. Oh, when it was, when it was announced, when there was an email exchange about like 10 writers, just like a feeding frenzy of like sharks. They were like, who's doing it? Who's doing it? Who's going to be doing it? It was crazy. So we're all very excited. Mm. CB, I'm sure you're, you're excited about seeing all those pieces and all those things come together for Conan. Yeah, you know, without a doubt. You know, it was, it was uh, announced shortly. I took over as uh, editor-in-chief, and it was one of the big things that I'd been waiting to, uh, to see was Conan come back. You know, not just the character back at Marvel, but the artistic legacy that that book has in color and in black and white. You know, from Barry Windsor Smith to, you know, John Buscema to all the, the, the wonderful artists whose, uh, whose, whose pens and inks have touched that. And, you know, we're going to be, you know, honoring the, the legacy of uh, the Conan uh, line and also, you know, putting the, the spin on it with so many of the new modern uh, creators in many different ways across many different titles, much like we did for, uh, for the Star Wars line when we took that over five years ago. Hmm. Very exciting. Typhoid Fever? Yeah, Typhoid Fever. Yeah. The first issue, uh, who's the creative team on that? That is written by Clay McLeod Chapman and Stefano, art by Stefano Landini. Heck yeah. So everybody going to be having typhoid. Well, let's hope nobody has typhoid fever. No one. But the comics, everybody get typhoid. excited about typhoid Mary in the comics. It's yeah. Uh, all right. So next year is Marvel's 80th anniversary, uh, which is going to be cool. I can't say too much, but I know CBU are on the forefront of, of the thoughts and the planning behind what we're doing. Yeah, you know, it's the 80th anniversary, which is crazy. 1939, Marvel Comics number one, The Human Torch, The Masked Rider, Kazar, you know, all those great characters that appeared in that book. Uh, and everything's grown from there. And so what we're going to be doing is having a year-long celebration of everything that is Marvel over the last 80 years, uh, doing a lot of different stuff by decade, honoring the comics, the characters, and the creators who uh, participated and really made Marvel what it was uh, year by year, decade by decade. Uh, some of the creators that are still around uh, from each of those uh, generations will be coming back to contribute new stories with the characters that they're known and beloved for, especially when it gets to the 70s, the 80s, and the 90s. We have some amazing stuff uh, lined up. And it's not just going to be all about the superheroes either. We're going to be back and going reflecting on some of the, co- uh, the, the, the uh, genres that Marvel uh, published before that. Everything from monsters to westerns to war to romance to mystery. It's going to be just a one big long celebration of that everything Marvel has stood for and where we're going to looking back at our past to drive us forward into the future. Yeah, lots more to talk about for that as we go forward. Uh, did, was anyone here in Hall H yesterday for the Marvel Games panel? 
We got okay, a couple of you. Yeah, that's all. I was in there, and I, I it just I couldn't uh, avoid because I'm a big video game player. I, I love it. And Jamie, you know, you have to listen to me talk about video games all the time. It's fine. Yeah, uh, but Marvel Spider Man. We got a red edition PlayStation Four Pro that's coming in September. That was super cool. I've I've touched it. It's cool. Uh, there's a new Ooh. suit called the Velocity Suit, which was designed by Adi Granov. Uh, CB, I know you've worked with Adi for yep. many times over the years. Uh, so that was that's incredible. We have uh, Spider Punk and the Advanced Suit Spider Man, the 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 White Spider. Those they're getting Hot Toys figures, and they look. Mm, uh, um, what else we got? Uh, Silver Sable is coming into the game. Uh, she's being voiced by Nicole Elise, a wonderful voice actress. And uh, yeah, seeing her in the game, Silver Sable, very cool. Simcaria, it's just like right next door to Latveria. They're like neighbors. It's neat. Uh, for Marvel Powers United VR, we announced Storm, Iceman, Wolverine, and Spider-Man, playable in the game. And it comes out next week. And if you don't have an Oculus Rift uh, VR setup, uh, there's going to be a special one for the game that comes out July 31st. So I, I've played, I played a bunch of that game. Uh, getting able to fly around environments as Captain Marvel and then blasting like Thanos and Ronin and Magneto and all kinds of stuff... You have no idea. It is one of the coolest things. So I mean, cool. I don't even play video games because I am bad at them, but that sounds really cool. That sounds like something I could actually do without any hand-eye coordination. Yeah. Because you can just be the character, it sounds like. Very much so. And you're right there. Uh, from uh, Marvel TV news, we announced that Marvel Rising Initiation will premiere August 13th on Disney XD. Uh, we had a giant signing at the Marvel booth. Hopefully, some of you guys were able to be there. Uh, that show is going to be really cool. Lots to come from that. Uh, last thing, Marvel's Iron Fist Season 2 launches September 7th. There's a new trailer, and Alice Eve plays Typhoid, Typhoid Mary. Mary. Uh, very cool. I whew, That's all the, the, the hype news. I'm sure I know there's plenty more coming this week, uh, but we we didn't bring these wonderful gentlemen onto the show uh, to just talk about the news of the week. Uh, I wanted to get into some of the things that we do on This Week in Marvel and, and sort of how y'all got into Marvel and got into comics. And so one of the things that I did in the weeks leading up to this, I asked if they had any embarrassing photos or things of them as children that we could uh, see how long that they've been Marvel fans. Uh, so up first, uh, Donny Cates, oh, yeah. you sculpted Venom when you were a child. Yeah, I did a bunch of sculptures of Venom as a little kid because we couldn't afford all the cool toys, and so I just I could afford clay. <laughs> so <laughs> I made them. Um, I did that one in, like, uh, God, like freshman year of high school, something like that. Uh, um, that was one of the bigger ones. Uh, yeah, I, I, and that was one I did in like, in like high school. And the one on the end was my first one I did when I was like eight, something <laughs> like that. And then the other ones were, uh, like middle school, something like that. And I was going to do a companion piece of that Venom one you, where the, his web goes out and does a Spider-Man one, but I never did it. Um, and I hand painted that logo, which is not bad, right? <laughs> That's not bad, right? Yeah. God. 
Hold on. I need you to keep that slide up because my dad would flip if he saw that this art was up, up, up on a screen. All my dad, every time I announce stuff to my dad and I tell him, like, hey, I'm writing Venom. I'm working for Marvel. I'm exclusive. He's like, cool. Are you going to sculpt anymore? Or he just like always wanted me to be a sculptor. Um, yeah. So I, I, I've, I, my dad taught me how to read um, using comics. Uh, my brother was big into trading cards, like ba uh, baseball cards. And the place where they bought baseball cards sold comics. And I was so little. Um, I just, but I saw Spider-Man comics, um, and I wanted them and my dad was like, I'll buy them for you if you will learn how to read. And so like the, the, the first, uh, like language I ever spoke was comics. The first thing I ever read was Spider-Man comics. And then, uh, there's a big turning point for me, um, where, uh, my parents, uh, used to drop me off at the YMCA to babysit me and I would sneak out and there was this comic book store right across the street um, next to a arcade and it was called JT's Comics and I went in there and I saw this big scary spider looking dude with big sharp teeth and a big long tongue um, and he they were making like bootleg t-shirts of like Mark Bagley art and stuff actually the, the, the shirt that I got is the pin that I have on as a Mark Bagley uh, lethal protector pin and I had no idea who this guy was I was like who is that character and the guy who ran the store was like that's Venom and I was like who is Venom and he like went and got me all the comics and like made sure that I knew who Venom was <laughs> And to this day, I've never, uh, I've never not bought an issue of Venom, um, and I'm I'm incredibly fortunate enough to to have grown up to uh, uh, work with Venom every day of my life. He's my best friend now. Uh, yeah, so I I I go it's creepy. It's creepy. He's a creep. He's <laughs> he's a weirdo to have in your head. But yeah, I go so deep with that character, man, and I have a Venom tattoo and stuff. I'm a, such a nerd. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, CB, you just moved back to the States, so we couldn't get any of your incriminating photos. I'm sorry. But so, you're probably not. You don't want to put those out here. But how did you, uh, what, how did you get into Marvel? You know, I grew up a Marvel reader, and uh, you know, I've been a fan since I was, I was six. My first comic was an X-Men comic, and uh, I just was something I always wanted to do. And uh, I was on the different path in life and my dad and I wasn't happy and he said what do you want to do in life and I said I want to work in comics so my parents supported me to, to do that um it was a, a long and winding road I would go to conventions just as a fan and uh you know I knew a lot of different creators Joe and Jimmy particularly and uh just you know once I graduated college I went and I lived in Japan I was working in the manga industry and then Pokemon kind of blew up here and uh, what happened was, you know, everybody wanted to get into the anime and the manga business, and it just so happened Joe Q said, oh, hey, I know this guy who not only loves Marvel, but he really understands manga. So he uh, introduced me to Tom Brevoort and Brian Smith back in the day, and they brought me in as a consultant on some of the Mangaverse stuff for Marvel. And one thing led to another, and I joined uh, as an associate editor in Ralph Macchio's office on the Ultimate line, working with Mark Bagley on uh, Ultimate Spider-Man. So, yeah. Nice. It all comes full circle. Yeah, it all comes full circle. You know, it's, just about, it's just about the passion. And that's one of the things I love about not only all the creators that work for us, but everyone that works in the Marvel offices, is that everyone has a deep passion for what they do. A lot of people say, how can I work at Marvel? How can I get a job? at Marvel uh, and it's really there's no resume there's no class there's no career path to work at Marvel everyone comes from all different walks of life but the one thing that binds us all is that we have a clear passion for these characters and everything that is Marvel and what the, the characters stand for yeah just like you I mean I'm looking at Doctor Strange in the front row and Phoenix and Hawkeye and it's, it's amazing so uh, we, we all have big passions uh, including Mr. Tom Taylor with your 
incredible drawings. Wow. Just, uh, yeah, give it up. Look Why, at those. CB, I think so, CB, we have a new you just, cover artist. Could you just give me a thumbs up for that one? <laughs> uh, yeah, I drew those when I was 27. Uh, no. <laughs> no, I, I drew those when I was either six or seven on what looks like some kind of accounting printing paper because <laughs> we also had no money. So yeah, that yeah, was yeah. probably my action figures. <laughs> I, I got to admit, the Captain America shield, that's pretty good. That's, that's, I love that I thought gunshots went pow, crash. That is the sound of, because uh, we don't have those in Australia, so apparently well, they go crash. The bullets have to hit something. So <laughs> yeah, right. So crash, thank you. Yeah, there you Thanks go. for backing me up. Yeah. 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 Six-year-old Tom was an idiot. He just said, yeah, he crash. Just got there eventually. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah my, um, my art actually hasn't improved at all, so I'm really glad that I get to work with the people I get to work with. Um, and I still don't know the difference between uh, uh, uppercase and lowercase. <laughs> <laughs> K I N G. Sure. The scripts must be fun for for CB and the yeah, editorial totally. team. Did you send them handwritten? Sorry, the scripts? Yeah. No. No. no my my handwriting is is about that good. <laughs> it's no, it's gotten worse as well. <laughs> Tom, what was your first exposure to to Marvel comics and Marvel characters? Marvel, well, Marvel characters. It was it was um it was the old cartoons because we had them on in Australia in the mornings, which is what I was drawing there. Um, so they brought me in, and then I had sort of some old Iron Man comics and some old Captain America, and I love both of those, and obviously Spider-Man. But it was really, it was, it was actually the ultimate universe that brought me into Marvel hardcore. Like, it just hit it at the exact right time. Ultimate Spider-Man was such a great book, uh, and the Ultimates and Ultimate X-Men, and I was just hooked. And before that, it was, um, you know, it was, it was Grant Morrison's new X-Men and, and Marvel Knights. There were so many good books there. Um, and yeah, and then I just, yes. I love it all. You know how it is. We're all fans. Yes. Okay. You know how I was saying before, it's really, really good to do, to do our job? Do it. It's really good. Yeah, just, yeah, just do it. Like, it's, yeah, if I can do it, anyone can. I'm from Melbourne, Australia, and I do this for a living. <laughs> we're going to get into that. Um, yeah. CB, I, in a little bit. Uh, CB, how is being a writer and, and comics editor informing your approach to being editor-in-chief now? Yeah, it was interesting. I just mentioned on the panel we were at privacy, previously, you know, just first and foremost, and this is what I think is the most important thing, is that, you know, for any of the editor-in-chiefs or any of the editors or anyone who works at comics is, I'm still a fan first and foremost. Yeah. You know, that's the thing. In, in the position, I really, and we all really have to follow our hearts and to do with, doing what the characters think we sh they should do, you know? Um, you know, and that as a writer, you know, as, as a former editor and also as a former retailer, because uh, I worked at a comic book store to put myself through college, uh, it was it's those four aspects that really build the whole of what we need to do as a job. You know, not just the creative, but also the marketing, the sales. You know, kind of how to deal with talent and the relationships that we have, and how we all have to work as a team. And it's just all the different things I've learned along the way have really kind of molded kind of what the vision that I have is in this job as editor in chief. Um, to, to, to help uh, the, the, the team, the editors that are working there so hard that put in, you know, day in and day out working with you guys on a day-to-day on a, you know, -day basis, the families that, that they've created on those books to really help drive them forward and give them the support they need uh, and also how to, to, to kind of motivate them to work uh, with the rest of Marvel to, to build a cohesive kind of plan for the, for the world and the universe. Mm -hmm. 
Seems like a pretty fun thing to do. It's a very fun thing to do. Like Donnie said, you know, wake up, we work, our co-workers are not just Tom Brevoort and Nick Lowe, but, you know, Spider-Man and Wolverine and Ben Graham. Like, these are the people that we see on a daily basis. And they're almost like real people in our lives because we talk about them like real people when we go to, we have conversations about them, you know? No, we don't talk, I mean, you guys, you guys don't know, but like when we are like at bars and stuff and we're talking, I mean, CB and I don't talk about them as books. We're like, what if Peter, okay, if Peter's doing this, and like, what if Ben Grimm comes over here? Like, we're just grown up kids with yeah. our action figures, just the same way that everyone else is, man. Except you get to actually write the stories that the action yeah. figures are based yeah, on. Sure. What does that feel like? Yeah, it's pretty sweet, man. It's, uh, <laughs> it's continually surreal. You know, I don't know if it's the same for you, but like, I sometimes will. Um, you know, it's it's easy to forget that like what you're doing is uh, a part of this larger, beautiful like world. Um, and for me, it's little things like um, when I wrote Doctor Strange, I, I I created this character named Bats, uh, who's yes, this who's this little uh, basset hound ghost dog. Um, and I created him in my run, and then when my Doctor Strange run was over, um, you know, Mark Wade took over for me, and like Bats is still hanging out. I'm like, oh, that's still gonna keep on going. That's insane. Like that's just gonna be there now. You know, it's you forget, and then you're like, oh, like these things are all connected, and it's I don't know, it's 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 just wonderful. It's a great gig. It yeah, no, I mean, it's exactly the same. I've, you know, I've been lucky enough to create a couple of characters as well, and having created Gabby in Only Wolverine. Yeah. Yeah. You mean Honey Badger? Honey Badger. Yeah, yeah she is. She's so good. Uh, but then, like, I was terrified, literally terrified to read Mariko's first issue. I'm like, oh, no, oh, no. And it's so good. Yeah. It is so good. And she's nailed the voice. And there are so many Honey Badger fans. There are kids yeah. dressing up as her all the time. I get photos of cosplayers and, like, sisters especially all the time. Dresses. I'm like, this is fantastic that that's going on. And now she gets to keep having a life even though I'm not on that book anymore. Yeah. And she's still in X-Men with me. So, yeah. You know, may- maybe one day Bats the ghost dog could team up with Lockjaw. Well, oh. there's a well, problem with Lockjaw. Let's talk about that, oh. shall we? <laughs> yeah, Lockjaw. Can we talk about all the dog killing, Donny Cates? Uh, yeah, dogs are not safe around me. Uh, yeah, sorry about Lockjaw, guys. I mean, to your credit, you did bring Bats back as a ghost. Yeah, so. yeah. You, yeah. Is it going to be a ghost lock jaw or ghost jaw? No, ghost jaw. Ghost jaw? <laughs> lock the doors. That's the greatest idea I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> uh, no, dead is dead. Uh, and the the title "Death of the Inhumans" was not a joke. Next time, you guys will pay attention. Uh, when I when I when I mark someone, they're gone. Uh, so yeah, sorry. Way to bring the room down, brother. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez, you bring up dead dogs. You're the one who wrote it. I, I guess I'm the one who killed the dog. Hey, I am. Um, I I will say I I killed a dog recently in in another comic that yeah. I talk about. Uh, but my son read it and he. Like fell to pieces in front of me. Like I'm like, oh, he's gonna read that bit, and yeah. he just bawled and bawled and bawled. And I went to hug him, and he kicked me in the shins really, really hard. <laughs> and he's not a violent child, but man. And I'm like, yeah, okay, I earned that. You Fair earned enough. it. Yeah. Yep. I mean, yeah, that's where you lose everyone. They don't like it, man. They don't like it when no. you kill dogs. They sure yeah. don't like it. Uh, yeah. yeah. What are you gonna do? Yeah. I punched a baby in Cosmic Ghost Rider too. Yeah. But that's, that's okay. It was I like sad. that you it's... that you clarified that that was in a comic book. Yeah, yeah. In a, in I punched a, a baby. Someone's gonna comic silo book. that audio out. <laughs> I punched a baby too. You get yeah. chopped yeah. up. I think. Yeah. One of the cool things uh, I see is just walking around, and especially at Comic Con, is seeing the action figures based on the characters. Yeah. And I was like walking through Hasbro today. 
And there's Laura in in the all new Wolverine costume. Is it the big one? It was, I yeah, it was like yeah, you the, know this is that size. Yeah, I haven't yeah. seen it. Yeah, oh, oh my god. Oh, I, I held her. I was like, she's great. Held her. I'm very yeah. excited. I'm uh, so excited. That's got to be fun for you guys to see it's, those ideas come to then 3D life. Yeah, no, it's it is. It's fantastic. Getting to hold those for the first time and see them. You know, I just got the. Um, so Sideshow Collectible have just done one and Diamond Select have made that, that great statue and they've sent me a bunch of those and they're amazing. It's just like, ah, there, there they are. <laughs> like the Superior Iron Man one. So I was, I was writing a story about Superior Iron Man. Um, lots of people didn't <laughs> like his attitude. Uh, it was great. I had so much fun on that book. Um, but yeah, it's like because we got to design that, that costume, me and, and the artist and the editor, like we, we all came together and all of a sudden it's real and it's 3D and he's played in games and it's, it's incredible. Yeah, uh, the best boys in the world. We are gonna um, take some fan questions. Uh, so there's a microphone there. Uh, if anybody has questions for CB, for Donnie, for Tom, probably not for me or Jamie. This is yeah. more time for you guys. Please line up. Uh, I, maybe we can give you a pin, a this week a Marvel pin Ooh. or a lanyard. Uh, but you know, as you guys line up if you line up. Uh, there's also, of course, the other books y'all are working on. We have oh. Cosmic Ghost Rider. Yeah. That's a space what? megalodon. God, that's so cool. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, we have fun here at Marvel, guys. Uh, Cosmic Ghost Rider is bananas. It's a lot of now that it's so. This is actually the first time I've been able to publicly talk about what that what that book is actually about because for so long it was like wrapped up in mystery. But um, Cosmic Ghost Rider, uh, who is Frank Castle uh, from like a million years in the future, who is a former Herald of Galactus and then worked for Thanos and then died and then went to Valhalla and then got kicked out of Valhalla. And then went back in time to kill baby Thanos. But it's then the classic tale. That, that this old story. In the first issue, he goes back in time to kill baby Thanos in the crib. Uh, but then baby Thanos attacks him, uh, and, and he, which is hilarious. And then he does the penance stare on baby Thanos, but he hasn't done anything wrong yet because he's a baby. And so at the end of that book, he thinks that he can maybe change destiny and maybe if if he can fix Thanos then maybe he can that, there, that there's there's redemption for him as well and so he straps baby Thanos to his chest and they roar off into space uh, and so it's a fun like lone wolf and cub with uh, cosmic ghost rider and baby Thanos who's still a crazy murderer but just as a little bitty baby uh, he's the baby in question that got punched uh, and so now they're on this crazy journey through space as Frank tries to um, undo uh, destiny and 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 change the future for the better. So far, as you can see, it's going great. <laughs> uh, and it will continue to go great. So that's that book. Uh, we're going to, we'll, we'll, we'll get to, uh, we can talk a little bit about Venom in a second. And of course, yeah. X-Men Red, Tom, you are, uh, thank, I thank you for keeping uh, Laura and Gabby <laughs> in, in the book and in our minds with X-Men Red uh, from your pen. But I want to get to some fan questions because they are lined up. Hi, what's your name? What's your question? Hi, I'm Mina. And, Hi. Uh, did it happen that you created a new character, you came up with the concept for them, and they rejected the concept or the character for some reason? Have you ever had a character rejected? All right, let me tell you a story real quick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I have a character that is showing up in Cosmic Ghost Rider that is a combination of Howard the Duck and uh, Juggernaut, and his name is Juggerduck, and it's Howard the Duck with a gem of Sidorak, um, and that character is happening. So the answer to your question is no. <laughs> He's out of control. They just, for good or bad, they just let us go nuts. I, I created a character called Teen Abomination, 
uh, which is like the abomination but 18 version. And I remember when we were going through it, like there was a point where it was going to be like teen thing, and we're like, no, that's ridiculous. And then it was going to be teen man thing, and that was far, far, far worse. So teen that's man. how we teen man thing. Yeah, right? Yeah, and we're like, yeah, no. Teen <laughs> man thing is wonderful. Teen man thing is stolen. It's so good. Uh, but yeah, so that's how we got to teen abomination. Yeah. Honestly, if it fits for the story and it's a cool idea, I mean, that's the thing is that I think people think that, 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 that it's different than just what you're looking at. But like when we all get together in the room, we get, 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 get together with these things, it's just a bunch of nerds. And if, if we think it's cool, if we think it's funny, if we think it, 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 it fits, it goes. goes you know, yeah. we're, just, we're just having fun, you know. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. And Clearly. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. you want, come on up. Take this Thor figure from Ooh. me. Please. Oh, you better get that Thor. Hi, what's your name and what's your question? Hello, uh, my name is Sharnold. Uh, the premise for Cosmic Ghost Rider is the craziest, <laughs> most amazing thing that I have ever heard. Yeah. And I'm wondering what the first kernel of an idea you had yeah. that was able to then blossom into this whole thing. Yeah. Um, so, you know, um, I wanted to, uh, you know, it, honestly, it started a long time ago b before I even wrote Thanos, which is where he first appeared. Um, I was kind of batting around ideas. You know, I think every writer before they get to Marvel just like carries around like little back pocket ideas for what they might want to do there, you know. And, you know, I had been an intern at Marvel uh, for, a, for a period of time. And so, of course, I was always just kind of coming up with stuff. And, um, you know, the character of Ghost Rider is just started out as just a rad drawing. I mean, it just looks amazing, right? And so, uh, to be perfectly honest, it's not much deeper than me starting out and being like, ooh, that, but in space, though, right? And I was like, that'd be a cool drawing on the side of a van, you know? Um, and so, I just started kind of building it backwards, and I was like, man, who could Cosmic Ghost Rider be? That'd be so sweet. And then I started building it back, and I was like, well, who loves vengeance more than Frank Castle, right? And so, I thought that'd be cool. Cool. And then when I when I got the gig to do Thanos, um, I knew that it was going to be a story about two Thanoses. So I was like, that's going to be bleak, right? And so I needed somebody to like kind of lighten the mood up. And I needed a, a, a beat in the first issue where someone from the future came and got young Thanos, took him to the end of time. And I was like, who would who'd be good for that? And I was like, oh, thank you, like, you know, like, like, like 2012 Donnie for thinking of that dumb idea. Perfect. Uh, and so I put him in the pitch and it, uh, it worked. Thank you guys for allowing that to work. It's, 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 it's been a delight. Yeah. So it's not much more complicated than that. <laughs> uh, Jamie. Yeah. Would you mind giving that Thanos oh, to this, this gentleman? This oh, you better come get this Thanos. I feel like that's oh. so guy. Nice. Hey, yeah. you want to take this off our hands? Hi, what's your name? What's your question? I'm Jiggy from the Philippines. I have a question for Mr. Donnie Cates. Yeah, sure, Thank buddy. you very much for, for Venom, for Cosmic yeah. All the stuff you've been writing. Yeah. Just excellent. Thank you. So I'm, my question is, is there a dream artist you want to work with or collaborate with? Assad, who is it? Assad, yeah, it's Assad. Yeah, I, uh, I, I want to walk. Uh, he's uh, Assad's run with Jason uh, uh, on Thor uh, to me is some of the best comics made in the past, like you know, fifteen, twenty years. It's un unbelievable. Um, Assad is uh, in very high demand, but if I close my eyes and pick one dude, it's Assad. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, totally. Tom, um, what about you? I like that question. Uh, I'd never answer that question because I, do, I, I don't want to. I'd, I'd like. Everyone I'm working with is my favorite artist. Cool. Well, I that's what I should have no said. One. Yeah, I yeah, covered yeah. no one other than the people I'm working with, and I'm very grateful for all of them, and they're all amazing. 
Cool. You're also, the sweetest human being in this <laughs> building. And also, yeah. as we saw, you can draw these characters. Yeah, you should just do it. Yeah, yeah. I'll do it. That's right. I mean, yeah, you've seen my amazing talent. Yeah. Yeah, I'm actually going to get, I'd really like Donny Cates to actually sculpt an entire issue got for you. me. Yeah. No big deal. That'd be great. Yeah, he yeah. got it. Panels. Diorama. Yeah. <laughs> Stop motion. Awesome. All right, we're, we're getting close to time, so I want to hit through at least Speed Deadpool there. So quick question, quick answer. Okay, um, the, it's for Donnie again, sorry. Yeah. Um, it, it, is any character in Marvel Night series that you want to work with or be excited with to work with? Uh, uh, Daredevil, yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, uh, I'm not, I'll say no more. Please don't kill him. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> don't kill him. He's not a dog, he's probably safe. Yeah, so uh, Deadpool's about to get a dog. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not for long. Oh. <laughs> Uh, hi, hey, what's buddy. Your name? What's your question? Hey. Is Punisher going to be in um, Ghost Rider? Uh, well, it's a funny thing. Ask. Punisher is Ghost Rider in my series. Like, the Ghost Rider that you saw, like, fighting the shark, that's Frank Castle from the future. So if you want to find out how that crazy thing happened, you should check out that book. You just blew his mind. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know what? Him? Yeah. I've got a we've got a really cool uh, toy from Tamashi Nations. This one's for you. It's it's Deadpool as a samurai. Yeah. Dude, sweet. It's awesome. really cool. Yeah. Uh, oh, you're yeah. Enjoy that. Hi. What's your name? What's your question? Hi. I'm Sarah, and I just want to know what's the most like ridiculously wild character name you guys have ever come up with, <laughs> whether you've used it or not. Teen man thing. I mean, yeah. <laughs> uh, you mean way yeah, up Jugger there? I yeah. always liked the concept that you and Scotty came up with called Deadbolt. Dude, we wanted to combine Dead Deadpool and Black Bolt into one character, and he's the most dangerous man alive because he's got Black Bolt's power, but he won't shut up. <laughs> and so they... <laughs> So they, they, so his name is Deadbolt because they've just like bolted his mouth shut. It's a thing me and Scotty want to do. Yeah, uh. we do that. Oh, yeah. Right. Uh, unfortunately, we're out of time for questions. Uh, you can come up. You, Jamie, give this lovely lady that action figure. This guy right yeah, right Brandon's gonna give those of you there. We'll we'll try to hang out uh, afterwards. Answer any questions you guys have. Yeah, y'all come up waiting. if y'all want to answer questions. Yeah. Uh, thank you guys for coming. Thank that you. we gave you some free digital comics. Uh, the code is TWIM18, um, because this is going on the podcast and people are snapping pictures, posting them on the internet, yeah. please redeem your copy as soon as you can. You get X-Men Red, number one, and Venom, number one, for free, for you guys, for coming and, and hanging out here. What was that? That was a really high sweet high five. five. Oh, yeah. That was a really yeah. good high five. Nice. Yeah. I thought it was just one person clapping. Yeah. Um, Sometimes that happens. And then we have another thing. They, uh, they asked us to put this in there. We have a Marvel Insider slide. So you get 20,000 points. Uh, I know many of you participate in Marvel Insider program. Uh, and so there you go. You can use that to get more free stuff from Marvel, which is Ooh. rad. I'll leave that up there. Uh, but you can find This Week in Marvel at marvel.com slash podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Jamie. Yeah. How you doing? I'm good, Ryan. How are you? Great. Uh, thank you for coming. Thank you, guys. This Week in Marvel. We love you. <laughs>